Conversations with today's newsmakers from Michiana's Morning News. MNC News Time 810. This portion of the program brought to you by the RB Car Company with a huge inventory of quality pre owned vehicles, cars, crossovers, trucks, SUVs, and minivans. Shop today at RB Car Company. Well, joining us live on the news line this morning is 2nd District Representative Jackie Walorski. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning, John. Well, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the extension of the personal paycheck program and small businesses in need. Uh, What can you update us on uh, regarding the PPP? So, you know, there's still money available in that fund. There's about, um, there's multiple billions of dollars in that fund. And it basically extended it, um, opened it up again for companies that still haven't had a chance to go in and get some of that money that turns into a grant, which they don't have to pay back as a bridge until they get themselves back open. But you know what? We've had so many companies in the state of Indiana and in our district. Um, our share of that money has been in the multiple billions of dollars. And so for the most part, I think most of the companies in our area that needed help have help. They've already received it. But we went ahead and extended that program for those that don't or for those that um, are finding themselves in need much later in the process of COVID uh, rather than earlier, which is where most of our companies were affected. For us in the state of Indiana, since the state has opened on that five-point program and we're on 4.5, a lot of our businesses have already utilized that money to keep their employees and are going forward. So the extension is there, and I encourage anybody that has not had an opportunity to take a look at it. If you need help, obviously, you know, just reach out to our office. But most of the companies in our area have definitely utilized it. But for those around the country that are still looking around and, and needing it, it is definitely there. And then, as you know, and you said earlier, we have um, another stimulus ch- another stimulus bill coming that we're going to be involved with next week when we go back to D.C. Well, let's talk. There's been more talk, actually, about a possible phase four coronavirus relief bill. And if that's passed, who would benefit this round? Yeah. So here's here's the deal. It's typically how Congress works. Number one, I'm glad that we're actually going back next Monday for two weeks. I still am imploring Polo, uh, Speaker Pelosi to call us back into session to deal with everything going on in this country that, that she is not dealing with. I am grateful we're going back for the next two weeks to look at things that the American people need and companies need, which is this fourth stimulus bill. There's a couple of things in there that I think are super important, and one of them is making sure that we um, put liability protection in that bill for every single company in this country, from the mom and pop to large companies, to make sure that trial lawyers who are already assembling, trial lawyers are already running commercials in large cities and and encouraging people to sue their employer. And I just think it is so important for every company in this district and this state to make sure that we put liability protection in um, that bill so that we don't have um, trial lawyers doing nothing but tying up our good law-abiding uh, small businesses in court for no reason. So I think liability protection you'll see in there. I think you'll see making sure that all of our companies have access to PPE so they can reopen safely and they can recover and rebuild and you know move into the future safely. And then I have a bill um, that I think is... Uh, I just think it's vital. If you guys remember back in April when um, everything was closed down and a lot of companies were calling their retirees back, especially their recent retirees saying, come back in, help us hold these companies together. Well, had they done that, in a lot of cases, they would have been penalized by Social Security when they retired. 
So I have an emergency drop bill in there and that, that we're trying to get in this bill that basically says if you're retired and you want to go back and help a company or you want to go work again because you want to help, um, we are dropping that Social Security penalty. And I've, re- I've dropped this bill the last couple of years, but because of the COVID emergency, we really believe we will actually get it passed in this bill. And I think that's huge news for senior citizens that, you know, in today's day are healthier and, you know, um, want to be active and want to stay, you know, plugged in with companies and with people and those kinds of things. I think that is great news on the horizon. And then finally, for folks that are still at home, and are still, um, you know, wanting to receive that $600 a week federal unemployment, which, you know, has really been a two-edged sword for the whole country and for us in Indiana. Um, there is a bill that I believe will be in this bill that will actually take that 600 a week, turn it around as a return-to-work bonus, not a stay-home-and-receive bonus, but when you go back to work, you either take your job that's being offered to you and receive that money as a bonus, or you take a job and receive that money as a bonus. But it's definitely um, not going to be coming through as unemployment. It's going to be coming through as a bonus for reemployment. Jackie, what's the uh, scoop on that? Like, uh, what's the buzz? Are you know, is there going to be some uh, good good support to to get that uh, passed? Because uh, I got to tell you, that whole six hundred dollar uh, extra bonus, uh, you know, it's been powering the talk shows for weeks now. Uh, you know, in regards to people not going back to work. Absolutely, it's you know, when this uh, when this was first instituted by. Um uh, Secretary Mnuchin, I, I was actually, all of us were on the phone with him, yeah. and I told him, I was like, you know, this is not going to help us in the state of Indiana to get, you know, workers to go back to work. A, yes, we wanted the lifeline for them. Yes, we wanted to protect their livelihoods. But there does come a point where, you know, we really believe, and I, and I just I can't say enough about the state of Indiana and how the governor has handled this. We are leading the country in the way we've reopened our state and how we've made so many gains in, you know, domestically producing our own PPE here in the state of Indiana, making it available to companies, doing everything we can to, you know, provide safe entry and reentry. And so I think that um, there there has been bipartisan support in, the, in this issue of, like, you know, returning to work, the reentry bonus. But, you know, here's the reality. You know, elections have consequences. Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. And, um, you know, she's going to fight to make sure that if we really want this, especially as Republicans, if we really want to incentivize people to go back to work, it's going to cost us something in a negotiation in two weeks that, you know, uh, that she wants for her left-wing agenda. So, you know, there's a cost and a toll to every single thing that happens when you're negotiating with a far-left speaker who absolutely is paying no mind to what's happening in this country. Well, Jackie, let's talk a little bit about Congress's efforts now to hold China accountable for the pandemic. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, you know, I serve on the the coronavirus subcommittee, and one of the things that Democrats refuse to do, and this is every week we meet, every week this is, you know, broadcast, um, and every week we make the point to this left-wing committee that, you know, we can't just blow past this and we can't make this like an impeachment 2.0 committee and literally just blame the president every week for coronavirus and for every single thing that's happened in this country. It's ridiculous. And we can't do that and blow past the fact that this came from China. China is holding no responsibility whatsoever. And so we believe, I mean, through investigations, through additional subcommittees, you know, we've done massive investigations on answering questions 
on, you know, why is China hoarding PPE? Why didn't China come clean when this first happened? And, and literally holding them accountable. And they are breathing past it, not even acknowledge it. But, you know, I get a lot of questions, especially in this district, about when are we going to go back and hold China accountable? Well, we're trying to do that right now. But, again, you have a speaker that is blinded to the reality of what's happening in this country and literally refuses to engage China on answering tough questions. Even now, China's hacking virtually every vaccine that our companies are looking at here in this country, trying to get vaccines and all kinds of medical um, you know, things into our system here. And China is hacking every single day. So these are tough questions. We remain on the trail to get them answered. I don't think we can go past this until we hold them accountable. And, again, you've got the Speaker of the House who holds the gavel standing right in the middle of an obstacle. Jackie, now here at home, we are currently in Phase 4.5. Cases are rising, but we're not at the degree of states like California and Texas and and Florida. Governor Holcomb, he'll be talking today. Uh, We expect him to talk about what the next step is in the back-on-track plan in Indiana. What do you hope to hear him say? Well, you know, I hope that we've done a good job of bringing these numbers down. Obviously, I think in our area, you know, we can see that we had a hot spot in Elkhart County. And I think St. Joe County continues, you know, to recover, do well. And I think that we can't give enough credit to our fellow Hoosiers who have banded together over the last three and four months individually to do what they needed to do to bring these numbers down. And we've got hot spots, but you know what? All of our local officials are dealing with them. They will come down. We will get a handle on them. And I think that I hope the governor says that, you know, we're very, very close to reopening so that, you know, we can look forward. And, you know, I think let's not lose track here of what we're doing and what we've been doing since the middle of March. We've been saving Who's Your Lives and we've been doing everything we can to save Hoosier livelihoods. And this is a two-part equation. And obviously, when we're looking at the spikes and we're looking at saving Hoosier lives, I think Hoosiers have done a phenomenal job of common-sense precautions. And I think, you know, we continue to do that. And when we look at livelihoods, that's where a lot of these bills that we've passed at Congress have come in, you know, to be able to provide PPP and, and different kinds of uh, loans that are going to be, you know, not paid back, as in grants and those kinds of things. You know, the stimulus checks into individual households, taking care of individuals and taking care of companies at the same time. So that when we come to the point, as the governor says, we're here, you know, we're at five, let's focus on the future and, you know, let's move and let's move into, you know, restrengthening our Hoosiers and our companies. We are doing, and we are going to come out on the other side of this from both sides, saving lives and saving livelihoods and jobs. We are one step closer every single day, and we're leading the way and showing this country exactly how to do this. So I can't encourage your listeners enough that, you know, we can't, we can't be weary in well-doing, but we are heading for a great finish line and really an example to the rest of the country of how we do this. And part of this is still, you know, leaning on our local, sometimes this district, sometimes statewide, um, you know, our manufacturing companies that are manufacturing PPP, PPE every single day and driving it right back into the Hoosier workforce. So I can't say enough about how positive we are moving in the right direction in the the state of Indiana. And again, that was 2nd District Representative Jackie Walorski. You can follow her work on Capitol Hill at walorski.house.gov. Thanks, Jackie, for joining us this morning. Best to all you guys. Thanks so much. Michiana's Morning News, weekdays from 5 to 9 on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel.
podcast by Federated Media. Podcast by Federated Media.